The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, guys? This is the Talk in the Draft podcast. I'm your host, Connor Lives. I'm joined by my co-host tonight, Mark Schofield. Uh, we're joined by a very special guest as we have Cincinnati wide receiver Alec Pierce on the show. Alec, man, how you doing? Good. How are you? We are. I'm doing great. Mark, you doing all right? I'm doing fantastic right now, guys. Great to be here. We, uh, we're excited to have you on. We know these last couple months for you have been pretty hectic. Uh, that's kind of what we we're talking about before we started recording. It's like, man, you got the senior bowl, you got the combine, yeah. you got the pro day. And now, now you kind of got some time to chill out, relax a little bit before the big day gets here. But, um, man, I wanted to ask you, you got some 30 visits, I'm sure, coming up. Are you able to – have you been on any of those yet? Do you have any plans to take any of those coming up here in the next couple of weeks? Um, I haven't been on any yet. And I got, like – I got a few things kind of being worked out right now, a few teams. Cool. But – um. Yeah, nothing like set in stone yet. Alec, you know, Connor sort of just touched on how this has been a crazy couple of weeks for you, like you said, Senior Bowl, Combine, all that stuff, your pro day. I wanted to ask you the pre-draft process so far. How has it been? How are things going? How are you dealing with all the stuff you have to do right now? Oh, it's been great. You know, it's it's really a blessing, you know, to be in this opportunity. And uh, it's been great to really meet a lot of like, – a, meet a ton of new guys, you know, all these guys that I'm um, in the pre-draft process with. So down at training, I had a great time, you know, met a lot of new teammates or players, you know, peers, stuff like that. Um, and then same, same deal with the senior bowl and the combine. It's like, they all been, you know, really blessings and dreams come true. So it's been great. I've, I've really appreciated the process and, you know, try to take it day by day and not like look too far ahead in the future, you know. For sure. Uh, I know that's kind of hard to do. Cause like you said, you go through the senior bowl, you go to the combine, you got the pro day and, you know, there's 30 visits or next. And you're, you're probably like, I mean, as I want to ask you, but like as a guy who's getting ready to go into the draft, get drafted, is there like a sense about you that you're trying to like, you're trying to figure out, all right, who, who likes me the most, you know, like uh, they've talked to me here, here, and here, they got a visit scheduled with me. Is that mm-hmm. something that goes through your head? Like trying to figure out, okay, you know, the, the, the jets, the, the Patriots, the Cowboys, like 
they, they seem to have the most interest in me. Is that something that's like kind of hard for you to balance of like, okay, there's 32 teams. I'd love to go to any of them, but are there some teams that you might look at and go, okay, I, I have a sense that they really like me and they want to draft me. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know, some teams talk to you a lot more than other teams and um, it's kind of, I think, easy to start being like, oh, like I'm probably going to go to one of these, one of these like couple teams, like they're the ones most interested in me, but I've heard, I've heard stories of guys like never talking to the team and getting picked up. So like you can just get you can get picked really by whoever. So you're not you're not on the housing apps yet, just trying to figure out where you're. Nah. Where you're... <laughs> nah. Alec, I wanted to ask you about the Senior Bowl. You're obviously you're down there with Desmond Ritter, but who are the other quarterbacks you enjoyed catching throws from? I also had uh, Kenny Pickett and Carson Strong on my team, and they're you know they're both great players. Um, it was it was a fun week. You know it's it it's great to be able to play with a bunch of different great quarterbacks and players like that. So yeah, it was a great week. We love asking the question of the receivers because you have a senior bowl, you got the combine and like those, those scenarios are so different. Like the senior bowl, it's like, you just don't have that connection with your quarterback. I mean, for you, you had Ritter on the team, so you had a connection with him, but how much different is it like the timing aspect of it when you're running routes and mobile with guys that you just don't know, they don't know you, you don't know them. Is it easier to go to the combine and kind of just, you know, it's more versus air. So there's not as much timing involved in the routes and stuff. Does it, do you feel like you put on a better show at the combine than the senior bowl because of that? Um, yeah, I, I think the senior bowl is, like since it was, I mean, for me, I was only, I only was there for two days. So right. you don't really get like, like in a practice thing like that, like you, you know, some days in practice, just being in the position I play, like some days you just might not get the ball thrown to you. So, right. you know, two days isn't a whole lot of time to really showcase. <laughs> I mean, it, you could go there and have two, two days where you, where you do a ton. Um, but it's, but it's all kind of depending on the day and depending on where the ball is going. The one day was pouring rain the whole day. So we were like, we, we barely completed any passes. Yeah. So it was (laughs) like a lot of things kind of out of your control, you know, Um, but like, like you said, the combine, you're going to get, everyone gets like the same type of opportunity. Like you, you do the, you know, like the, the events, like the 40 and vertical and stuff like that. And then you all run the same routes and they all throw you the same amount of balls. So it's it's very controlled in that aspect, and you kind of all get the same opportunity. Speaking of the combine, Alec, we always hear stories about some strange questions the team has asked. Now, you don't have to tell mm. us the team, but what was the strangest question you got asked during the combine meetings? Yeah, I actually didn't get any, like, odd questions this year. Um, yeah, not not that I can remember. Did everybody have you like play Papa shot? Like, you know, Coach Sirianni <laughs> no, was, no, I heard about, I heard about Sky, uh, Sky, cause I trained with Sky down in uh, Tampa, but he was saying he, he said he went five for five and Papa shot. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Cause it seems like, I mean, you used to always get guys who'd be like, yeah, I got this question. And like, it was like a repetitive thing where they got that same, like multiple guys got the same question, but I haven't, everybody said that the questions weren't weird this year. So maybe, maybe they're getting out of asking the the silly questions and just focusing more on football, which, which is good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I think, I think people are, you know, like the words out and people are like ready for that now. They know. So, so, man, I wanted to get into, like, obviously you turn on your tape, you just see a dude who can play. He's an athlete. He can play inside, outside. He's a good route runner. Mm-hmm. You can do all the things that teams are looking to draft in a receiver. Um, one thing that I think is kind of interesting is watching, you know, guys that 
Cincinnati, Alabama. There's you look at the, you know, if you're evaluating guys off of stats, which we don't, we watch the tape, we include all the metrics and all that. But so many people will be like, yeah, this guy's never had a thousand yards or whatever. And uh, he didn't dominate. And it's just like for me, when I watch you guys play, you guys were crushing a lot of the teams you played. So it's not like you're going out throwing the ball a ton, you know, in yeah. these big victories. And I think that, you know, that's something I've heard where people are like, yeah, but the statistics for Alec aren't, you know, Alec aren't as good as, and I'm like, yeah, but he's playing for a team who's dominating most of the time they play. They're not going to be mm. throwing the ball across the yard, you know, for four quarters. But I, you know, I look at the, the good game, the close games you guys have, and you always put up those big numbers. Um, how hard is that for you as a receiver to at times, you know, feel like, man, I, we could, we could win by triple digit, you know, whatever it is, you know, you feel like you might start yeah. getting out of the game plan because of the score, but you still have to stay in there. You still have to block. You still have to run your routes. Is that hard for a guy who played on such a good team like Cincinnati to maybe get forced out of the game plan because of the scores at times? Um, No, I don't think it was hard for me, you know, um, and I think there's just kind of the nature of the player I, I was. Um, I was a guy that, like, coming out of high school, I think I would have, like, I had probably 20-some catches both my junior and senior year in high school, like, for a ton of yards, like, maybe, like, right. 600, 700 yards, like, big, big play, stuff like that. But I was never a guy that really kind of always had the ball in his hands. So um, I blocked a lot in high school. I blocked a lot in college. Um, and I, I learned a way, like – always try to find a way to affect the game. So some games, right. like, say we weren't throwing the ball, like, you know, you can still affect the game on the perimeter blocking. I, I get in on special teams, like, make some plays on punt, stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it's – for me, like, the number one thing is winning. So whatever it, it takes to – for the team to win, like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like, I know in our, our conference championship game this year, I think we threw the ball – we threw the ball, like, less than – like, it was, like, like 15 total times or something like that. Right. Um, and, you know, I happened to have a touchdown in that game, but it was like, we, we ran the ball for like 300 yards, something like that. So like, I, I really took pride in my blocking that game. And I, you know, I think I broke open some, some long runs, some runs that might've not have been 60 yard touchdowns and turned them into, you know, cover my guy up downfield and allowed them to be 60 yard touchdowns. So yeah, really take pride in that and, you know, whatever it takes to win, I'm willing to do. Alec, I wanted to ask you about that game against Houston because you had a catch in that game. It wasn't the touchdown, but it was a catch before that where you had to make that adjustment on that deep throw. One of the things that really stands out watching you is your body control, your catch radius. Is that yeah. something that you take pride in as well? You mentioned the blocking, but the ability to sort of adjust to throws, help your quarterback out. Is that also something you take pride in? Oh, for sure. I mean, I think as a receiver, I think I'm – like to think I'm like quarterback's best friend, you know, you can kind of throw the ball wherever I'm going to go up and, and make the play. Uh, you don't have to be the most accurate. Like I got a huge catch radius, you know, just, you can just look at the the combine statistics. Like I had the highest vertical um, out of the receivers and I'm also one of the bigger, taller, longer guys. So like, that's just going to equate to having a huge catch radius. So yeah, I think for sure, you know, I can sometimes make some plays that other guys can't. And how much I, I love talk, talking about this with guys, but you were a multi-sport athlete in high school, uh, good athlete, mm -hmm. multiple sports. How much do those other sports that you've played maybe have an effect on those things that we were just talking about, the catch radius, the explosiveness? I know you did yeah. volleyball. You, you did a lot of different things that just involve with being a great athlete. Does all of that, you know, the volleyball mm -hmm. skills, all that kind of correlate to some of the stuff you did on the football field? Yeah, I think, um, I think volleyball is a really, you know, hidden kind of, sport because it's so much hand eye like in timing with going up and hitting the ball it's the same same thing as going up and high point of football so 
that probably is made me one of the like made me so good at high pointing the ball. It's the same thing that goes in basketball with rebounding and stuff, but kind of just even more so like you got to track the track the volleyballs that's coming toward you to jump up and hit it. It's like the same thing as in football. So yeah, I think volleyball is incredible for that. You know, clearly that probably helped me get my jumping skills, you know, just from doing jumping so much growing up, playing volleyball. Um, same with basketball. And then I did track my senior year too. So that always helps with speed. I always tell guys, that's like my biggest advice. I tell guys like, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be like, you, you got to do more than just football in high school. Like if you're, if you're, if you're take if you're not doing anything in the spring, like go join the track team. Like it's usually not that big of a commitment and it's just like a good workout. You know? Connor, I wanted to ask you about uh, Cincinnati. I mean, Alec, I wanted to ask you about Cincinnati's <laughs> offense. It seemed like there were a lot of routes and concepts that would adjust and convert based on coverage. Is that something that was part of the playbook? And if so, how does that get you ready for life at the next level? Yeah, we had some, you know, adjustments based on like, especially for me on the outside, if it was covered too, most of my routes would convert. Um, and then like being in the slot, a lot of times I, you just have to read like middle field, open middle field closed. Um, and being with these NFL teams and kind of hearing about their, their playbook, especially the guys on the inside, it seems like a lot of times they have like more than, more than even like two, two routes they can run. Like there's like three or four different routes based on different coverages. So it's really, you know, especially like it can get really mental and really um, you got to just be really smart and be, be able to use your head out there. So um, yeah, I think that's a, it was a good little introduction to that, but I'm sure things are about to get a lot more complicated. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Have teams asked you or talked to you about like, where do you want to play outside, inside? Have teams sort of said like, you know, we'll look at you as a slot guy. We'll look at you as an outside guy. We're going to move you around. Have teams talked with you about that at all? Um, Not really. I mean, like when they do, like people basically say, I'm, I'm kind of like the prototypical X receiver. So yeah, played it outside, um, big body receiver. Yeah. Are you comfortable with playing inside? Yeah, I did it a little bit in college. Um, right. Just, but like majority of the time I was outside. But yeah, I I love them being in the inside because you know I think it's really, I think it's a lot easier when you're in the inside. Absolutely. You usually got a, a two way, you got a two way go, and you got yeah. a, you got probably like a safety or a nickel corner on you. Um, so it's usually got you got a better matchup, but it's there's a lot there's a lot more things going on there, and probably the game's a lot more mental at that point. Right. Yeah. We we always talk about that on like our normal shows during the NFL, you know, how 
a lot of teams nowadays are they'll put their best guy on the inside, you know, even if he isn't your prototypical. We're so used to having a slot receiver be the, you know, 5'8", shifty, Cole Beasley, you know, Tyree Kill guy. But there's like so many teams nowadays who are taking their best guy and just, hey, let's let's get him yeah. a better, you know, let's get him a better matchup in the slot, you know, give him a clean matchup and short, shorter throw. Yeah. Yeah. Shorter throw, a lot more space to work for sure. Mark, I know so you had some you questions about your press. time. Yeah, I was going to go there next. You know, since you spent a lot of your time on the boundary, Alec, it seemed like you saw a lot of reps against press coverage. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of receivers coming out of college when they're facing press more, that's a tough adjustment. But do you think the experience against press helped you? And talk to us a little bit about your sort of release package and how you handle press aligned defenders. Yeah, um, you know, I think I'm, I'm very comfortable against press. I got pressed every day in practice against <laughs> – the best cornerback in the, in the country or coming out. So yeah. Um, press was kind of just a part of my game. That was something I saw every day. And I think teams early on in the year, um, cause most teams press the boundary at least early on in the year, I was getting a ton of press and I think teams kind of saw how, how I was, how I was beating that. So they, they started playing off some softer zone off on me and just trying to keep me underneath. But yeah, I, I love when they come up and press. And a lot of times if the coaches saw that they were just going to let me go deep. So yeah, but, but but like my mindset, you know, really you just got to you got to win at the line with your hands. You got to defeat their hands and then um, win with your feet, too. No doubt. Try to yeah. Get, yeah, be physical you, through it and try to get by. And you mentioned going up against Gardner and, and Bryant and guys like that in practice all the time. Like how much mm. that had to have been, you know, they they had to learn from you and you had to learn from them a lot. How much. Did that happen in just day in, day out practices at Cincinnati with you going up against one of the best corners and them having to go up against you, one of the better wide receivers in this class? Oh, no, we made each other so much better. I think that was um, – and that was probably just a theme across the board at, at Cincinnati. Like, I think our practices are really what made us such a great team. Um, we just practice like like pros and really we're out there getting, making each other better. Um, you know, practicing smart, but practicing hard and, and working every day and, like taking advantage of every rep we got. In terms of the corners that you faced, obviously you saw some great ones in practice, but taking those guys and putting them to the side, who are the tougher corners you faced this year? Um, this year, I'd say, I think I'm trying, I'm trying to remember. The the Indiana the Indiana guy wasn't wasn't too bad. Um, I think the two, I, I I like the two lane cornerback. He was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I yeah, I'd probably say those those two were were probably two of the better ones. I know probably on paper there's some guys that are going to get drafted or whatnot that I went against, but those two were probably the ones that I I personally thought. I yeah. I love I love. Love that answer because again, like we ask that question a lot, and a lot of people will be like, Oh, whoever's at Alabama or whoever's at right. whatever. And I love that because again, I've I've picked up on so many guys that like I maybe are a year away from being draft eligible. Like, I'm gonna mark down the Indiana two lane guy that you just mentioned. I'll probably watch him and you know find something I like about him. But um mm-hmm. I was gonna ask you kind of a similar topic, but on Cincinnati, you've been there for a while. You've seen guys work every day. Is there a guy on Cincinnati that isn't coming out this year, but is going to be coming out in a few years that like maybe nobody is on yet? 
that you went up against in practice, you played with on offense that you're like, give that guy a year and you're not going to be able to stop talking about him. Yeah. Um, I think as a receiver, um, Tyler Scott, he was kind of like the, he didn't get a, a ton of targets and balls this year just because of how many weapons we had. And also we got both our tight ends back. So those guys are, are big time players, but people kind of already know about them. Josh Wiley, Leonard Taylor, like they both kind of had opportunities to come out this year and, and they, they came back for next year, but, but Tyler's a guy who I think is going to be um, really, really step up this year and, and have a big year because he's going to get a lot more of like that target share. Alec, I'm going to ask you to do my job for me here because in a couple of weeks, USA Today, when I write your draft profile, they're going to ask me to put a player comparison next to your name. So I'm going to ask you, who should I put next to your name? Who's a player that you could kind of compare your game to? Oh, I'd say AJ Green. Okay. AJ Green. If you want, you know, people like to say Jordy Nelson because uh, we, we look similar, but I like, I like AJ Green. Um, that's probably my favorite comparison. Is there something about his game that you kind of like try to model yours after? Uh, yeah, you know, I, ju I just think like kind of how we play. We both like vertical downfield threats and, and and then we both have like vertical speed, but then we both have that high point ability, you know. So there's not many guys like like Randy Moss, like another guy like that where, where we can both kind of run by people, but then also go up and get it. Because a lot of guys are either like bigger and slower, but can go up and get it or are are small and fast and just run by people but if the ball's under thrown a little bit they don't stand a chance you know got it uh, you kind of say that hey aj green's a guy I, I compare myself to is there guys that you watch on tape that maybe you know maybe like i mean i know you probably watch a lot of the big guys but like is there something that your game that you watch guys on tape like i want to learn how to do this better they do it really well let me see what i can pick yeah. up on from, from yeah uh like like Devontae adams i love watching his releases uh, right. he's he's also like a like he's pretty good size but he's just so good at the line with his releases like he's always winning there um and then i like watching like julio jones i know i know he's been banged up a little bit the past couple of years but kind of his older atlanta tape just like seeing what he does after the catch like he's just really good after the catch and that's i think an area i need to get a lot better on obviously alec a lot of your past couple of weeks and months have been getting ready for the draft but when you get a chance to sort of step away and you know relax or do something or unwind what is it that you like to do in your spare time i like to play some video games like you know now i'm back on campus with my my college at uh, my college house so i'm hanging out with my buddies a lot um but yeah just you know hang out with the guys uh watch some tv play some video games what games are in the rotation right now uh, we've been we've been back on Fortnite. It was kind of it was kind of dead for a while, but they <laughs> they brought it back. Oh wow! It just changed it changed up a bunch of things. Yeah, so we've been back on that. Um, hopefully the weather gets nice out here so I can go and play some golf. Uh oh, at some point. are you are yeah. you a big golfer? Yeah, well, I, a little bit. You know, I I dabble in it a little bit. I what do you need shoot? To get better. Uh, I got I shot in the eighties like once or twice before on 18 I, that that was like during COVID I got pretty good because my 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 dad likes golf a lot my younger brother's like he played high school golf so he's like a three handicap so he's good and he kind of was teaching me like you know it's all mental it's really all mental like oh, you yeah. just gotta be smart like I just want to go out there and hit the ball as far as I can yeah. and not lose balls but like he's like no nah, just right here just hit an iron off the tee because you're just going to be then you'll be 130 out and you can just use a club he's like there's no point to try and drive it 50 yards short of the green you're gonna have a hard short chip and it's like so he's he's he was super smart and taught me all that and 
when I play with him, I usually play better because he kind of gets me to play smart. But yeah, I, I was down in Tampa training. I brought my clubs and I, I shot like a hundred one day. It was bad because there's so much water down there. Yeah, like oh. I lost probably like 15 balls and like I I, sh- I think I shot a hundred for the first time in like a while. So we're gonna forget that happened. That, that yeah. didn't. <laughs> we didn't <laughs> count that score. Yeah, yeah. That, we didn't count that score. You said you got better over COVID. I started playing more over COVID and then just got worse. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd keep playing. I'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get better t- tomorrow because I played really bad today and I just kept hitting, making my same <laughs> mistakes. You know, I feel yeah. like I normally play once every couple of weeks. It's like I take time off and just mentally reset. And then I just kept playing like yeah. three or four times a week because there's nothing else to do. And it was just a miserable experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Mark, that was. That's how I got one now. more question. Worse. I got one more question, Mark. I don't know what you got. I'm all set. Go for it. I asked this to a guy we had on the other day, and it was kind of funny to hear his his, uh, response to it. But do you know what relative the RAS relative athletic score is? Have you ever heard of that? Uh, Yeah, I I saw it on Twitter. Okay. All right. Well, I asked, I asked somebody the other day and they had no clue what it was. So I guess you saw that you were, you were ranked as the 53rd um, wide receiver in the, in the, in the, in the class, in, not in your class, 53rd wide receiver out of 2,613 wide receivers from 1987 to 2022 for that relative athletic score. Yeah. I, I didn't know that, but I mean, I saw the one thing is the only things holding me back were the, the shuttle and else. So I, I, I redid those at my pro day. Um, okay. And I didn't, the L was the one that my L was pretty bad at the combine. So the combine we did all the, the shuttle and L we did them at like 11 o'clock at night. It was yeah. after, yeah. It was after like, we ran the, yeah. Why did so we mean, all tired? I don't yeah. Know. Did they, a, is that why a lot of guys opted out from that? just cause of the end of like mm-hmm. a ridiculously long day. Yeah. So like we were all like, cause I was in the first day. So they probably saw all our times and like nobody ran good times. Right. They, they were all tired. We had just ran 15 routes. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, that was the best time to test for that. So I tried, I, I read it at my pro day and I improved on my shuttle, but my, my elder, uh, my elder at my pro day, I slipped, I ran it, like tried it like five times. And I like, they, t- they said I didn't touch the line or like I braced with my hand or something like twice. And then the other co- three times I like slipped. So they were just like, ah, you already got a time at the combine. You're fine. So, but I was trying to, I was trying to improve on that. Cause I know at training, I was running like six, seven most of the time. So. That's a, that that's a hard, hard drill for, I mean, especially like, I mean, you're what I consider a taller receiver, you know, it's like, that's just yeah. a hard drill to, to really, to really do. Well, a lot of times you're taught, like for me, like since I'm tall and long, like it just covers so much ground and it might not look pretty, but I right. was getting like, I was getting really good times in training. So I just, I, I couldn't put a clean rep together though. I might've been, who knows, <laughs> who knows what, what the. Might've been a 10 the on the court. RAS. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. But I improved my shuttle, so you, I don't know. If, I don't know who controls that. They can plug my time in. We could talk to Kent for you if you want. <laughs> do you All know? Right. Do you know what your shuttle was at the at the pro day? Yeah, the um, the was one Scott told me four two zero. It was four four two zero. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I had oh, a four two. I had a four two eight originally, so like that's not that much better. But yeah, he's the, got a four two. He's got a four two eight in there. So you just had your pro day, wasn't it? Like last week, it was pretty recent. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was over there. Yeah, so maybe they'll uh, he'll. I have to. We'll have to get Kent to update that and see see what yeah, it is. We'll yeah. work on that for you. Well, it's. I mean, the L, the L would have been the one I could have like 
really improved because I would I would have shaved a couple tents off probably and that probably would have helped it a lot, but it is what it's, it is. See, it's good information <laughs> to know because the guy I was talking to the other day was like, Yeah, I was really disappointed, you know, in my vertical jump. And you know, like it was still good, but it's kind of what you were saying. Like, I could have if I'd improved that, I'd been better. And then his protea came and he had like what he told me on the podcast. So now I can note that in my my report that I'll do on you. Like, yep, you know, hey, you might you might think the agility's not great, but it's better than what you know what it says. And I mean, I think yeah. it shows up on tape and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, so. I was gonna say you could you could watch the tape. You can yep. see. Yeah. That's so. what the, that's what the scouts are telling me. Like, they're like we don't really like. <laughs> that's like, not you, something we're knocking you on, anyways. Yeah. yeah, they're like, don't don't waste all your energy trying to do this this <laughs> L drill here because like I was the last one to go, so the turf was kind of all torn up in that one spot, and I just kept slipping. They're like, don't waste your energy. Like you're yeah. you're fine. Like you have a good enough time from the combine. Like you're fine. It was it was one of you. It was Boye Mafe I was talking to the other day and. I told oh, okay. him, and he was like, "What? No!" Way. Like he was like freaking out. He was like, "You need to send me that. I'm 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 gonna post that on social media." I was like, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It's, it's funny to see the reactions though. But man, I really enjoy the time. Um, thank you for yeah, your no, time. I appreciate you. Guys. Thank you. Yeah, we're yeah. We're thanks excited. for having me. We're uh we're fans of the Cowboys and the Patriots, so we're both teams who are going to be needing some receivers. And uh, okay. We're big fans of your your cool. your game, and hope Absolutely. that you'll be you'll be wearing either a, a Patriots uniform or a Cowboys uniform. But either way, mm-hmm. we'll we'll be excited to see where you land. Either way, yeah, me too. Awesome, man! Thank you so much. We're one with Alec Pierce, Cincinnati wide receiver. This is Connor Lyons, Rush Field. We'll talk in the draft. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks again.